oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Good evening, everybody. I want to welcome you to Victory Christian Fellowship tonight for our Wednesday night refreshing service. I'll tell you what, God is on the move, and he is moving right here in our midst. And Lord, we just give you thanks and praise for your goodness, for your power, and for your presence. Lord, there's no place that we'd rather be than right here, right now. And Lord, we give you all the glory and all the praise as we lift your name in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship the Lord together.
shelter in the time of storm. You're our safe place that we can run to. We can hide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we can dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, We adore you, we honor you, and we reverence you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, you're so good, you're so faithful. You are the absolute truth and the absolute perfection. You are the God-man. And Lord, we thank you that you have a voice and you speak to us. Oh, na shaha, ma shahiya kiye, oh, I brought you in to my kingdom of light. I corrected your wrongs and I made you right. I breathed my breath of life in you so that you could walk and enjoy the new life, the good life, the high life, the best life 
walk in my life, breathe in my life, live in my light. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Well, you may have your seats. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isn't God good? How often is he good? All the time. Never a bad day. Just want to make you aware of some things that are happening here at VCF. This Friday at 6.30 p.m., they're going to have Woven, Women of Victory Enjoying New Life. So if, you, if you're a woman and you want to enjoy some new life, come here 6.30, 6, I'm sorry, 6 o'clock, and uh, come here at 6 o'clock this Friday for Woven. And then uh, next Saturday, the 29th, we're going to have our Barnabas group, our first Barnabas group of 2022. That's for men 12 and older. Uh, that's at 8.30 a.m. That's a Saturday. Going to have a good breakfast there. And uh, ongoing this year, we have amazing young entrepreneurs, the, the new generation Air Force. And uh, they have products that are available for sale, great coffee and uh, jams and jelly. And you can take a look at that. And all the money that they raise is going to their uh, trip to Tulsa this year. They're going to uh, partake of the 50th year camp meeting. Uh, during camp meeting, uh, Rama has a thing called Summer Blitz, and that's strictly for youth. And uh, the youth have their own services and their own time together, and it's going to be a great time. And uh, we're going to be sending a bunch of on-fire young people. And they're going to come back with even hotter fire. Amen? And uh, we appreciate uh, Nelson and Nadine so much as leading our youth. They're our youth pastors, and we're so grateful for them. So, uh, amen. Those are the announcements. And I just want to mention to you uh, something before we dismiss our youth tonight, and that is uh, giving to God. You know, uh, giving to God is a privilege. Amen? And... Uh, our giving is important to us. God doesn't need your money, but he needs your seed to multiply it. God is in the multiplying seed business. And the Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, uh, verses 6 to 12, it gives us some rules of giving. And first of all, our harvest is directly proportionate to what we sow. Right? He said, if you sow bountifully, you what? Reap bountifully, but if you sh- if you sow sparingly, then you reap sparingly, amen. So if you want to reap a bountiful harvest, you got to sow bountiful. And then secondly, we have to give on purpose, not grudgingly or of necessity. Oh, do I have to give again? No, you get to give again, amen. And uh, listen generosity invaded our hearts. The greatest giver of all time, which is God, he invaded our hearts. And then thirdly, we should give because we love. We love God and we love his people and we love his work. Amen? And then finally, God rewards givers. God celebrates giving. And as we give, he rewards us. 
So in your giving tonight, I want you to take that into consideration and just see it as an opportunity to invest in God's kingdom. And uh, those of you that are here, you can give anytime. Uh, if you make a check, make it out to VCF. If you're watching online, and uh, you can go to our website and give that way. There's all kinds of ways. So, Father, I speak a blessing over our givers. We have some great, generous, wonderful givers, Lord, and we celebrate their giving tonight as it gives unto you into your house, into your work. And Lord, we thank you that you reward each and every one of them in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, kids. Kids living in faith every day. Amen. We, we are instilling faith in our kids. And we want to dismiss you tonight, kids, to have your lesson. Be blessed. Flow with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Have a great, great time tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Well, that leaves us. The fire is flowing. The water is moving. And great things are happening. Amen? So tonight, we're going to learn how to tap into God's full supply. Do you know in Vermont, there are trees that are full of syrup. But you've got to tap into the trees. They have this little thing. They, they, they punch a hole in the tree that drips, drip, drip, right? And they've got to get like 20 gallons of sap to make a gallon of syrup. Right? Then, then they boil it down. But trees are loaded with sap. But in order to get the sap, you've got to tap into them. Right? All over this planet, there are mines of precious metals. Gold mines, silver mines, diamond mines, right? But they're there, it's there, but you've got to tap in to the source. The gold's just sitting there, right? Charcoal that have been pressurized, have turned into diamonds, is just sitting there waiting to be extracted, but you've got to tap in. So tonight, we're going to tap in to God's full supply. We're not going to do some tap dancing. We're going to do some tap into. Right? I want you to know this. Our God is rich. He is loaded. He has an abundant, an abundance. He is wealthy. He is well off. He is affluent. He is prosperous. Our God, our Father, our Creator, our King. Right? And He is very willing and capable and desirous to distribute His wealth with His children. <laughs> he is. He has a full, endless, abundant supply and a heart of love, and he wants us to benefit from what he has. Can you open and believe you receive what God has to offer you? All you've got to do is believe. Our faith in God 
is how we tap into his supply. And I'm not just talking about money, but God is full of healing. God is full of joy. God is full of goodness. God is full of power. He's full of strength. He is he is full of peace. Right? He's full of healing. Amen? He's got plenty of this stuff, plenty of power to go around. He could distribute power to every one of us and not even make his supply diminish. Because God is ever generating this stuff. He is ever generating joy, ever generating healing. He's a life giver. Life emanates from God. And when you tap into him, you can tap into life. Mm. He's got plenty of help. He's got plenty of guidance and direction. He's got plenty of revelation and insight to give. He's got understanding to distribute. He's got more than enough for everyone for whatever you need. But you got to tap into it. There are examples in the Bible of people that tapped in to God's supply. I want you to go with me to 1 Chronicles 29. 1 Chronicles 29 and verse 10. David said something here that is just amazing, that describes our God. I might have to take two weeks for this. Amen? God's got such a rich supply, we might, just, we not, we, we might not be able to tap into it all tonight. All right? Say, I'm tapping in. You know, your house is tapped into a power supply and a water supply. Amen? You're either connected to the city or you've got a well. Either way, you have a supply of electric, electricity, you have a supply of water, right? And uh, you've tapped into it through piping or through wiring, yes. right? Okay, First Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 10, David, here he's praying, And uh, I'm going to read it from the Amplified. Therefore, David blessed the Lord in the sight of all the assembly. Come on. Does God need some public blessing, some public praise, some public affirmation? Okay. In the sight of all the assembly. And he said, blessed. That means praised, adored, and thanked. Come on. Is God deserving of being blessed. Absolutely. All right? So he said, Blessed are you, O Lord God of Israel, our Father, for how long? Forever and ever. Right? Hallelujah. Forever and ever. That's a long time. Never going to stop. Never going to stop praising him. He's so good. He's so wonderful. He's so incredible. Hallelujah. And then he said, verse 11, he said, yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and earth. 
And yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. Hallelujah. Look at this. Now, look at verse 12. Both riches. We're going we're gonna to tap into God's riches tonight. Both riches and honor come from you. And you reign over all. We sang about that tonight. See, our God reigns. <laughs> COVID doesn't reign. God reigns. Satan doesn't reign. God reigns. Satan thinks he reigns, but he's a fool. God reigns over what? Over all. He reigns over your finances. He reigns over your health. He reigns over your provision. Okay? And you, your hand is power and might. In your hand is power and might. What happens when God touches you with his hand? You get some power and might. In other words, you get zapped. Sometimes the Holy Ghost just needs to zap you. If there's power and might in his hand and his hand touches you, you're going to have an influx of power and might. Woo! And in your hand, it is to make great and to give strength to who? Everybody say all. God wants every one of his children to be strong, mighty, powerful kings on this earth. Until the king comes back again. Amen. We have got to carry on the work that he began. His work is not done. He left us to take care of some stuff. Right? Now go to Revelation 5. Revelation 5 and verse 12. Okay? See, if you're going to tap into something, you've got to know that it's a good source. I mean, you don't want to drink from a well that's been polluted, right? And you want to make sure that there's a good power supply before you plug into it. So Revelation 5.12, it says some of the same things that David said in First Chronicles. Revelation 5.12, it says, saying in a loud voice, worthy and deserving is the lamb that was Sacrifice to receive power and riches and wisdom and might, honor, glory, and blessing. And Jesus said himself in Matthew 28, uh, he said, All power and authority has been given unto me, where? In heaven and on earth. How much power? How much authority? All. You've got to understand that. That's an important point. All right? Now, go to 2 Chronicles chapter 1. 2 Chronicles chapter 1. And let's start with verse 10. Solomon was praying. And he, he asked the Lord. He said, give me now wisdom... And knowledge that I may go out and come in before your people. For who can judge this, your people, that is so great? Is that a good prayer? 
You know, if, if, you're, if you're put in a position of authority and you're leading something, you need wisdom. Right? Now look at what God did in addition to. Say in addition to. See, God always does more than what we could ask or think. Okay? Verse 11, and God said to Solomon, because this was in your heart. What's in your heart? Hmm? And you have not asked riches, wealth, or honor, nor life of your enemies, neither yet have you asked for long life, but you asked for wisdom and knowledge. For yourself, that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto you, and, everybody say and. And I will give you what? Wealth, riches. Who gave Solomon riches? He gave it and he didn't even ask for it. Why would God give a king riches? Because he loves him. That's the kind of God we serve. Listen. I will give you riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before you. Neither shall there any after you have the like. So, I want you to see that God was the one who gave Solomon riches, wealth, and honor. Right? Riches is more than money. Riches is health. I mean, what's money if you can't enjoy it? God wants you to enjoy life. What kind of life did he come to give? Satan comes to steal, kill, and store, but I've come that you might have what? An abundant life, more abundant. God's into abundance. Say, my God, he's into abundance. I'm shifting my thinking right now to think abundantly. We got to think abundantly. When you think of God, that's how you ought to think. Right? God's got more than enough. So God gave Solomon riches. He gave him something that he didn't even ask for. And God gave him so much that it couldn't compare to anybody else. Amen? All right, go to Psalm 104. Psalm 104, verse 24. Is it okay if we establish some truths here tonight? Because what comes by faith? I mean, sorry, what comes by the word? Yeah, I gave you the answer. That's the kind of test that God gives. He gives you the answer before the test. Right? Psalm 104, verse 24. Notice what it says. O Lord, how manifold, or how many, are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your what? Riches. Say, the earth is full of his riches. How am I going to get these riches? You're going to tap into him. You tap into him and he'll show you where the riches are. He'll show you how to get the riches. He said in Deuteronomy 8.18, he said, "I I will give you the power to get wealth that you may establish my covenant on this earth. He didn't say he'll give you the wealth. He said he'll give you the power to get it. 
Right? Do you know that you have power to get wealth from God? Wealth of knowledge. Wealth of provision. Wealth of strength. Anything that you need. See, God's got an abundance of everything. There's no shortage of anything in heaven. There's shortage of things on earth because of greed. You know, Africa's a rich continent. But there's countries in Africa that are poor because of greed. Okay? But God's riches are in the earth, aren't they? All right, go to Psalm 119. Psalm 119 and verse 14. When you tap into God's supply, you're going to hit a gusher. Do you realize that when you tithe, God said, I will pour out of, I will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you. What? So great that your rooms couldn't contain it. That's a big blessing. That's a lot of stuff being poured out from the source. God's got to open his windows and dump some things on you. How do you open the windows? Your tithe opens the windows. All right, Psalm 119 and verse 14. It says this. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all the riches. You know what? If you get excited about riches, you ought to get more excited about the word. Because the word is the source. Right now, we're tapping into a source called the Word of God. Amen? Everything, God put everything in His Word. Anything that you face in life is in the Word. In other words, the answers to what you face in life are already in the Word. All God's promises are for you. This is His covenant with us. This is His will for us. Say, the Bible is God's will for me. Say it again. Say the Bible is God's will for me. It shows us how to live. It shows us what he likes and what he doesn't like. It shows us how to live right, doesn't it? All right, it's in the Bible. Okay? Go to Psalm 112. Psalm 112. Now this is a powerful psalm. We'll start with verse 1. Psalm 112, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Come on, we got some praisers out there. Blessed is the man that fears the Lord. What type of man is blessed? One that fears the Lord. What does it mean to fear God? Well, no, there's God. No. It means to honor, reverence, and respect. God, his people, his places, and his things. Okay? What, what, what does God give to the man who fears him? Blessing. What is blessing? It's an empowerment. Was Abraham blessed? Even when Abraham made mistakes, he came out good. Well, how did that happen? The blessing? God blessed him, didn't he? He put a blessing on him. And wherever he went, uh, oh, all throughout Canaan, he was walking with a blessing on him. 
He had that blessing wherever he went, and that blessing was operated in his life. Amen. Oh, the blessing was on Joseph. Didn't matter what kind of negative circumstance you put Joseph in, he always rose to the top. The blessing put him up. The blessing put him in charge. The blessing prospered him. Slaves don't get a salary, but Joseph was in charge. He was getting a salary. That's the blessing. Oh, my goodness. The blessing will turn slavery into a source of increase. All right. And blessed is the man that fears the Lord, that delights how in his commandments? Greatly. You've got to have a great desire for God's word. Do we got some people who desire God's word here tonight? I mean, if you don't, you're not going to like it here too much. Because we give you the word. Amen? Why? The word works. You know, Jesus is the word. When you're giving someone the word, you're giving them Jesus. Okay, verse 2. His seed shall be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Listen, it pays to be upright. Not uptight, upright. Upright means walking in righteousness, living the way God wants you to live, doing what God wants you to do. God's provision is guaranteed to his plan. And as long as you follow God's plan, you'll experience the blessing. But when you, de- when you detour from his plan, you put yourself at risk of losing the blessing. Did, Ab- did Adam lose the blessing? Yeah, he lost his fellowship with God. He got kicked out of the garden like Satan got kicked out of heaven. All right. Verse three, this is talking about the upright man who fears God. Wealth and what? So that tells me that riches is something more than just money because he says wealth and riches. Okay. We're going in this last series of lessons, we're going to look at some of the things that God is rich in. He's rich in glory. He's rich in grace. He's rich in kindness. Whoo! I'm getting ahead of myself. Wealth and riches shall be where? In his house. You got some room in your house? And his righteousness endures forever. Verse 4. Unto the upright there arise light in the darkness. Oh, hallelujah. Woo! We may be living in dark times, but there's some lights rising up in Palmyra. Hallelujah. You're rising up as lights. Glory to God. People are saying, what's shining in Palmyra? Glory to God. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man shows favor and lends. In order to lend, what do you have to have? You got to have something to lend. Right? You can't lend nothing. You got to have something to lend. God expects you to have not only enough for you, but enough to share. Yeah, you want to borrow my car? I got 10 of them. 
How about a vacation house? You want to borrow my vacation house? I got five of them. Maybe I'm prophesying. (laughs) He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved. This sounds like someone who tapped into a supply. Say this. Say, I have a divine supply for what I want, what I need, and what I desire. Anything that you want, need, or desire, you you have a divine supplier called Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Amen? Say, you believe you got a provider? He's a divine provider. That's who he is. And his name reflects what he does. Surely he shall not be moved for how long? Forever. The righteous shall be an everlasting remembrance. Oh, God is never going to forget you. See, you, you tap into God's supply by righteousness. You've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you're tapping into his supply by hooking up with righteousness, doing what's right in God's sight. Not the opinion of your neighbor or your friends, but God's opinion. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. That's bad news. Let the bad news come. It's not going to bother me because I'm not going to be moved. Because I got, I'm, I'm trusting in a different supply. Oh, the economy's bad. Not mine. Depends on what economy you're trusting in. Heaven's economy or the world's economy. The world's economy is going to fail. It's designed to fail. His heart is fixed. Trusting in the Lord. He's tapped into something. His heart is established. Not only is your heart fixed. Oh my goodness, your heart's not broken anymore. Why? It's fixed. And his heart is established. Your heart is fixed and established. He shall not be afraid. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. The world can propagate fear all at once, but I'm not going to choose to participate. Say, I do not participate in fear... Of any sort, on any level. Yeah, you, you know, Smokey the Bear says it's up to you to prevent forest fires. It's up to you not to fear. You got to make a decision not to fear. You got to choose not to fear. And you got to resist fear in any form. Mm. Until he sees his desire upon his enemies. (laughs) Glory to God. He has dispersed. In order to disperse, what do you got to have? You got to have some things to disperse. Right? Can God trust you as a distributor in his kingdom? You know, not an Amway distributor, but a God distributor. Do you realize that God made his greatest investment in you? He put his treasure in earthen vessels. So in me resides God's treasure. You are God's treasure chest. He invested into you. All right? 
His righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. Isn't that what they did when they stoned Stephen? They gnashed their teeth. What does that mean? <sighs> All right? This is someone who tapped in to a, a supply. And this, these are the results. This is what happens when you tap into the supply. When you tap into God's full supply. There is not an empty shelf in heaven. Never have been, never will be. Don't have to worry about oil prices in heaven. You're sun powered. You're solar powered. You operate by light. Glory to God. Let me just give you some rewards of wisdom. Wisdom is another way that you can tap into this divine supply. According to Proverbs 3, I don't, you don't have to turn there unless you want to, but uh, these are just some benefits of wisdom. It's going to give you length of days. Everybody say length of days. How many would like to extend your length of days? At least to 120. Right? Well, then tap into the wisdom of God. Didn't God give you a spirit of wisdom? He said whenever you need to, you can ask for wisdom. Right? You have access to wisdom. Okay? It'll give you length of days, years of life worth living. Amen? Not, not living on Grumble Alley. Right? It'll give you tranquility and prosperity. Wholeness of life's blessings. They will add to you. Everybody say add to you. When you seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, what, what does he do? He adds things to you. What does he add to you? What you need, want, and desire. Say God is an added, he, God's giving me an addition. Say, say, God's given me an addition, a new addition. In other words, as you're walking with God, he's adding things to you. Oh, he's adding things to you. Then you realize you got so much stuff, right? Then you can say, oh, sow this, sow that, sow this, give it here, sow it there. Amen? And then you, you get rid of some of the stuff, and then you get more stuff because you sowed. Right? And then it's an ongoing cycle. Hallelujah. There's some new additions being taken place tonight. Proverbs 3, 4, wisdom will give you favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Favor with God, that's worth a thousand hours of labor. One, one moment of favor with God. How did God, God's favor open up the door for Joseph, Esther, and Daniel to do what no one else, it was impossible for them to do. But God, it was God's favor that opened up the door. My goodness, wisdom will give you favor and high esteem with God and man. Glory to God. Verse 6, wisdom will make your path straight. You've been living a crooked life. He'll straighten you out. Glory to God. And he'll make your path smooth, removing the obstacles that hindered you. Glory to God. 
He'll give you wisdom will give you health to your body. This is the riches that we're tapping into. How many want health in their body? Well, there's a healer. He's in our he's in our family. He's I got a healer in the family line. He's my big brother. He can heal. He whooped every disease, every sickness, every he whooped every infirmity. And he gives us healing for free. Why? Because he loves us. You got to start seeing yourself as the healed. Stop seeing yourself as the sick. Oh, I'm getting old. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. You look at some of the people that were old that God did some great things with. My goodness, Moses was delivering Egypt in his 80s. He was 120 and climbed Mount Pisgah without help, and he, could, he didn't even need binoculars when he got to the top. Read it. He did, the Bible says his eyes were good and his strength was good. 120 years old, he didn't hobble up that mountain. He climbed that mountain. You don't have to hobble. You can, you can, oh my goodness, come on, are we going to tap into this or not? How do you know if you've tapped into it? Your speech changes. You start speaking like the Bible says. You start talking like the Bible talks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right? Go to Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11, verse 33. Look at this. This is just a summary of wisdom. Romans eleven thirty-three. 33. Mm. Oh, the depth of the what? Riches. Oh, my goodness. You could start digging in God's riches and you'd never get to the bottom. When am I going to hit the bottom? Never. Keep on digging. Amen? Riches. Riches. I haven't even made a dent in it, but look at all these riches. Hallelujah. The depth of the riches. Think about that phrase. The depth of the riches. Riches of what? Riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. Does God share his knowledge with us? Does God share his wisdom with us? Yeah, he gives us the spirit of wisdom. He gives us his wisdom. All we got to do is ask him and he'll give us his wisdom. And he gives us his knowledge. He wrote you a book. He gave you an encyclopedia of the kingdom called the Bible that tells you every aspect of the kingdom of God right at our fingertips, you can reference anything that you need. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Where did God put all of his ways? In Jesus. Jesus said, I am the Way, I am the truth, and I am the life. You want to know the way? Ask Jesus. He is the way. <laughs> He'll show you. How's he going to show you? Through his Holy Spirit? Same Holy Spirit that he had? That he has? Amen. It's his spirit. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. My goodness. All right. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs chapter 10. Have you ever had something that was added to you, but it didn't work out so well? Or it caused a lot of problems? You ever bought a car that was a lemon? Yeah. I bought a car that was a lemon. It was maybe a sourpuss. I want you to go to Proverbs chapter 10. I'm sorry, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Now, there's a difference between what God adds to us and what we add to ourselves. You know, we've added some stuff to ourselves sometimes, haven't we? Sometimes we haven't made the best choices of things, right? But notice what God does, verse 22 Oh, yeah, here we go. The blessing of the Lord, it makes what? Rich. <laughs> Say, I'm rich. How did you become rich? The blessing of the Lord. And he adds what with it? No sorrow. <laughs> when, the, when the Lord adds something to you, it's going to be good. It's going to last. It's going to work out. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Hallelujah. How many want God's best? You know, we get to choose. God will let us make a substandard choice and make our own choice of things. Okay, you can have it. But that's not my best. You know, it wasn't God's will for Israel to have a king. He said, I want to be your king. But they so desired to be like other nations. We want to be like Babylon. We want to be like Assyria. We want to be like Philistia. We want to be like other nations. God doesn't want you to be like other nations. He wants you to stand out. He wants you to be distinguished. Why? He's put his mark on you. He's... He's made you holy. He's called you to himself. Hallelujah. He doesn't want you to be like the world. He wants you to be like the kingdom. But they, but they kept pressing God. And you know, God gives us things even though they're not the best for us because we keep pressing him for it. Israel in the wilderness kept pressing to die. So what happened? They died. Amen? So... The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. He adds no sorrow with it. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. There's not going to be problems. There's going to be a difference when God adds it to you versus you adding it to yourself. Hallelujah. How do we add it? we, We have the ability to tap into this. You know, what do they call water from the sink? Tap water. Why? It's tapped into a source. And all you got to do is flip a little switch and the water comes out. When you're tapped into the source of God, oh my goodness, you just got to flip a little switch and something comes out. Amen? It doesn't take a whole lot of effort to get it out. Glory to God. It's available. Say, whatever God has is available to me right now. 
it's available to us right now in this moment. You need healing? It's available to you. You need strength? It's available to you. You need help? It's available to you. You need direction? It's available to you right now. And all we got to do is turn on our faith. Say, I believe God. Say, I believe what he said. Do you believe that what God said is true? then you have to accept it just like he said it. Amen? You don't need to add to it. You don't need to take away from it. Just accept it as he said it. Right? Say it's God's will for me to prosper. So we got to start thinking prosperity. What does it mean to prosper? It means to increase, to grow. It's the same blessing that God gave to Adam in the garden. To dominate, to subdue, to increase, to multiply, and to fill the earth. Amen? Amen. Say, I'm blessed. blessed. All right, one more, one more, one more for tonight. I got so many. (laughs) All right? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Now, I will warn you, this may cause you to shout. If you feel a shout coming on, don't hold back. Let it go. All right? Ephesians chapter 3, starting with verse 16. And I'm going to go through this slowly, just a couple minutes here. That he would grant you. My goodness, have you ever applied for a grant? Well, if you've never have, a grant, sometimes grants are available for business, for school, for different things, right? Fire companies apply for grants to get equipment. Right? To some agency. Right? State agency or federal agency. And they fill out a form. Right? And then the form has to get approved. And then if the grant is approved, then the equipment comes. Now I want you to see something. What application did you fill out to get a grant from God? You filled out one simple application. You said yes to Jesus. The moment you said yes to Jesus, you were granted. Everything that God has, everything that God offers, he gave you free access to everything. Your faith in Jesus opened the door for you to tap into the continual supply of God's goodness. That he would grant you according to what? The riches The riches of his glory. Oh my goodness. The riches of his glory. Riches is riches, wealth, abundance, materially or spiritually. That's what the word means. It means fullness, abundance, and I love this word, plentitude. I'm experiencing some plentitude. 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 So, according to his glory, his supply, his power, his presence, his perfection, he has granted to you. 
according to the riches of his glory. That means not our standard, not our supply, not our uh, anything of us. It's all on him. Okay? He is, he is backing you 100%. Say, God backs me. I have, a, I have a financial backer. His name is Jehovah. His name is El Shaddai. Oh, I'm telling you, he, he, he is an underwriter. An underwriter makes sure that what they're covering is covered. Say, God's got me covered. Okay, that he would grant you, hallelujah, according to the riches of his glory, number one, to be strengthened. You have, you have received a grant from God to be strong, to be strengthened with might by who? By his spirit. Where? In the inner man. You got strength. You got God's strength on the inside. You got Holy Spirit strength on the inside. You've been given a grant by God. Whenever you're feeling weak, you got a power supply that you can tap into. And that will give you an extra power, a boost. Amen? I'm telling you, Elijah ate from one, from one cake and he ran on that one cake for 40 days. That's a powerful cake. You talk about a power bar? I'm telling you, Elijah had a power bar. An angelic power bar. Good, it'll last you for 40 days. He didn't need nothing else for 40 days. And, oh my goodness. Okay, what's the second thing that God granted you? That Christ may dwell in your heart by what? Faith is the key that opens up the supply door. Faith is the key that opens up the supply door. You know, like, how many have a, an, an electronic garage door opener? Right? You have, all you gotta do is press a button and it goes, press a button again, Right? It's automatic. When you have faith in God, blessings are automatic. You, oh, ha, oh my goodness. Okay? Then the third thing is, because you've been granted by God, and you're tapping into his, according to his riches and glory, that you being rooted and grounded in love. Oh, I'm telling you, you are anchored in love. Love doesn't fail. Love doesn't quit. Love doesn't give up. Love covers a multitude of sins. God is love. You are anchored in God. You are anchored in love. Hallelujah. And the third thing, or the fourth thing, when, when, according to his riches and glory, that you may be able to comprehend or understand with all saints. There's no one higher or lower. Amen? Anyone who believes can comprehend. What is the breadth, length, depth, and height? The dimensions of God. You can go deeper. You can go higher. You can go wider. Amen? What? To boldly go where no man has gone before. One small step for man, one giant step for saints. Right? To experience the depth, the width, the height of the love of God. 
Listen, there's levels that we haven't gone to yet. There's things that we haven't experienced yet in God, but we have access to him. Amen. Because hallelujah, the supply door has been open. The supply, there's no broken supply chain from heaven. I'm waiting on my healing because there's been a supply chain break. No, your healing is now. Faith is now. If faith is now, healing is now. Come on. We just got to tap in. Verse 19, the fifth thing, according to his riches and glory, that you may know the love of Christ. That means with a greater degree of intimacy. Whoo! How many want to know the love more? Amen? Isn't that our pursuit? We want to know the love more. That you can know something that passes knowledge. How can you know something that passes knowledge? Through revelation. Through revelation. Peter, who do the people say that I am? You are the Christ. You are the Son of God. Flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. But my Father in heaven, oh, I'm telling you, God bypassed every human knowledge to get that insight to Peter. And that you might be filled... You might be filled with what? All the what? Of who? How many want to be filled with all the fullness of God? Now, right now, everybody right, say right now. Now is the time to be filled. If you came in here with any emptiness whatsoever, let's get rid of it by filling it. God will fill you so full of him that emptiness will be like, where did you go? I don't feel it anymore. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think. God's got the ability, the capability, and the power, and the willingness to do what needs to be done. Right? According to the power that works where? Oh, we got a power working in us. Right now, a resurrection power, a life-giving power, a healing power, hallelujah, a prospering power, hallelujah, a guiding power. We got a power that's working in us right now, hallelujah. We got a power generator in us, glory to God. According to his riches and glory, not mine, his standard, hallelujah. To him be glory Oh, the glory is the presence of God. It's the manifestation of God. It's the goodness of God. Moses said, I want to see your glory. And God said, I'm going to let my goodness pass by you. God's goodness is here tonight. According to the riches of his glory. To him be glory in the church. We are, are we in the church tonight? Church is the body of Christ, right? Not the building, it's the people. But throughout all ages, that means it's good for every age. <laughs> World without end. Amen? Is there something that you came in here tonight needing, wanting, or desiring? <laughs> we can tap into the supply. We can tap into the supply. Hallelujah. We need to tap into the supply. Every one of us is equipped right now with the tools that we need to tap into the supply. Amen? The little boy brought a lunch and he tapped into a supply. His lunch wasn't enough to feed it, but when he tapped into the power, it multiplied and it fed thousands. Amen.
Bartimaeus didn't have enough strength to change his blindness, but he tapped into the power. How did he tap into the power? Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. He cried out until the source, he got the source's attention. Amen? Are you, are you willing to get the source's attention tonight? The woman with the issue of blood, she couldn't stop her bleeding on her own. Neither could the doctors, but she tapped into a power source. The Syrophoenician woman, her daughter was vexed by an evil spirit. She couldn't get rid of it. She couldn't stop the effects, but she had to tap into the power source. Peter and John couldn't heal that lame man, but they tapped into a power source. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I got, I got an open door to the power source. I got a supply open to the power source. Amen? And they said, rise up and walk. Amen? We, we got a power. There's a power in us. Say, there's a power in me. And it's working. So you came in here tonight with a need, with a want, and a desire. And we're going to just tap into that power right now. Amen. If you came in with a need and want and desire, I want you to come up here right now in the name of Jesus. Or if you think you need to come up here, just come on up here right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to tap in. You know, our yieldness is how we tap into God's power. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. There is a steady, steady stream. That is flowing in your direction right now. The wind is blowing. The water is moving. And the fire is burning. Father, I just thank you right now for the Holy Ghost. As they come in to tap in. And they're going to receive, Father, what they need right now. In the name of Jesus.